Today, we're talking about hydration. Yes, that's right. We're talking all things water. Are you drinking all the water and still feel thirsty? Are you super active this summer, especially outside in the heat, and want to make sure you're staying healthy? Girl, I got you. I know you have all the best intentions of drinking all the water, and yet for some reason you still aren't drinking it like you should, or you're drinking naked water. I have a secret to tell you. Hydration is not just about drinking water. In fact, even if you're drinking a ton of water, you might still be dehydrated. I know, it seems counterintuitive, but you're going to find out why. So grab that water bottle and let's dive into today's episode. Hey lady, welcome to the Learn to Live Low Tox podcast. I'm your host, Mary Kleinhands. Are you eating healthy but still not sure you're actually eating clean? Do you want to switch out products you know are probably toxic but you don't know where to start? Are you overwhelmed with the conflicting information out there on what is actually good for you? I completely understand. I also know what a big difference small changes towards living low-tox, eating clean, and holistic health can make. On this podcast, we're going to walk this low-tox living journey together. So if you're ready to start making simple swaps, grab that iced coffee or matcha latte and let's dive in. First of all, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Learn to Live Low Tox. I am so excited you're here. I would greatly appreciate it if you could just take two minutes and leave me a rating and review. It means so much to me and it lets me know you're finding this podcast helpful. So go to Apple Podcasts right now, scroll all the way to the bottom, hit that leave a review button, and give me a rating and review. If you're listening through Spotify or some non-Apple device, you can still at least leave a rating wherever you're listening. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. I'm actually really excited about today's topic because it means the temperatures are finally warming up. I know yesterday was the first day of summer, but it felt like summer finally hit us in the last few days. I'm in Michigan and we've had some interesting weather. It has been beautiful for a little while and then it got a little chilly and now it's back to being really nice again. However, with the hotter temperatures and the beautiful weather, it's more important than ever to stay hydrated, especially if you're doing a lot of outdoor activities like going to the beach, walking dogs like I do, or hiking in 99 degree weather like my friend did the other day, (laughs) which was actually the inspiration for this episode. I have a friend who recently moved to Texas. By the way, shout out to all my friends in Texas. Anyways, this friend mentioned he went for a hike in 99 degree weather in Texas. Yes, I know, it's a special brand of crazy. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but It did get me thinking about ways to stay hydrated in the heat, so I guess it was a good kind of crazy. On a more serious note, my mom actually nearly died from severe dehydration back when we lived in Oklahoma. If you haven't figured this out already, my mom and I are really close, and her little body has been through a lot in her life. So yes, I use her as an example all the time, but don't worry, she knows and fully approves. The point being, she was severely dehydrated to the point that she was shaking, couldn't keep anything down, and was feeling lightheaded. She didn't really know what was going on, 
and it was October, not hot. You're not really thinking, oh, someone who's going to get dehydrated. I was in college at the time, and she was ridiculous and didn't tell me she was really sick until her friend figured out what was going on and had already taken her to the ER. Thankfully, this time when she went to the ER, they actually did help her. After some testing, they discovered her mineral levels were dangerously low. Her magnesium and potassium were so off that it could have caused her to have a heart attack if she hadn't got there when she did. Which brings me to my first point. Don't drink naked water. You're probably wondering what the heck that means. I'm not sure if this is a common phrase or not, but I feel it gets the point across. Naked water is plain purified water. Again, you might be wondering, why is drinking purified water bad? The problem with naked water is that when it's purified, all the minerals are stripped out along with the contaminants. You definitely don't want to drink water that hasn't been purified, but you also don't want to stop there. Side note, please don't drink tap water. It's filled with chemicals, heavy metals, and contaminants. You do not want it to go anywhere near your family. We'll do a deep dive, yes, pun intended, into water purification in another episode, so make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it. Now back to naked water, the reason you don't want to drink it is because you are flushing out essential minerals from your body when you drink too much of it. If the water you're drinking doesn't contain minerals, the water can't hydrate your cells the way it should. This in turn can lead to water bloat and other health issues if you're not careful. This is particularly bad if you're already exerting yourself, like going on a hike in hot weather, and sweating a lot. So let's talk about how you can make sure you're not drinking naked water and you're getting hydrated like you should. Here are three things you can add to your water. Number one is a pinch of salt. Yep, you heard that right, but not just any salt. It must be high-quality, mineral-dense salt. There are three brands that I recommend, Redmond Real Salt, Crucial 4, and Celtic Sea Salt. I do not recommend pink Himalayan salt. Unfortunately, with pink Himalayan salt, they typically use dynamite to mine the salt, which sadly leaks harmful chemicals and heavy metals into the salt. You also want to stay away from table salt or regular sea salt. Your average table salt is bleached and stripped of most of the minerals you're seeking. This type of salt can cause sodium problems, among other things, which is why doctors typically tell you to limit your salt intake. However, mineral-dense salt, like the ones I mentioned, actually provide the minerals your body needs to hydrate your cells, which is why it's good to put a pinch in your water. Now, if you are someone who normally takes liquid IV to get electrolytes after a workout or you like to drink some kind of sports drink, I recommend replacing it with Redmond Real Salt Re-Light Electrolyte Mixes. You can get it by the jar or in travel packs and it does have multiple different flavors. Please note though that if you do get a flavored option, it does contain natural flavors. Now, if you're wondering why I'm concerned about natural flavors, you'll want to check out episode 2. However, if that doesn't bother you, I've heard they taste really good and help motivate you to drink water and get the electrolytes you need. This is also a great alternative to those water flavor enhancers. Please, please, please stay away from those. 
Things like crystal light are the ones you squirt into your water. They are filled with very bad ingredients, so please don't do that. But you can try this if it's something you're interested in or if you're someone who needs flavor in their water to be able to drink it regularly. The second thing you can take to help with hydration is fulvic acid. Fulvic acid has numerous health benefits. I highly, highly recommend taking it in general. Not only does it provide trace minerals, it also provides trace amino acids and antioxidants. It also helps bring oxygen to the muscles and the brain, and it carries nutrients into the cells. Fulvic acid does way more than I can get into right now, but it is something I will definitely go deeper into in another episode. If you'd like to try fulvic acid, I highly recommend Advanced Fulvic from Kosova. I'll put the link for it in the show notes. And the last thing I recommend putting in your water is trace minerals. You can get liquid trace minerals you can add to your water on Amazon or at your local health food store. I haven't personally used trace minerals in this form in a long time. I believe my parents used them in our water when I was a kid, but I haven't really used them since then. However, I know many people like adding trace mineral drops to their water because it's tasteless and provides the minerals you need. Just make sure you read the label before purchasing one and make sure there are no additives. If you'd like more information on how to read labels, you should check out episode 5. The next thing you can do to stay hydrated is eat water-dense fruit. Have you ever heard the phrase, eat your water? There are actually a number of fruits that have a high water content. Not only does eating these fruits provide nutrient-dense water with vitamins and minerals, but they also provide fiber and antioxidants. Eating these fruits are a great way to stay hydrated and enjoy something delicious in the process. Okay, so here are some of the top hydrating fruits that you can eat. Watermelon, in case the name didn't give it away. Watermelon has one of the highest water contents when it comes to fruit at a 92% water content. Next on the list is strawberries with a 91% water, cantaloupe coming in at 90% water, peaches are 89% water, oranges and grapefruit are both 88% water, and pineapple is 87%. Again, the great thing about eating your water, not only is it really delicious, but it's also nutrient-dense. I could literally go into detail about each one of these fruits listed and the potential health benefits. For instance, grapefruit is known to lower blood pressure, which is why doctors tell you not to eat them if you are taking blood pressure medicine or other heart-related medications. Strawberries are also great for your heart and they help reduce inflammation. Eating fruit like these after a workout is also a great way to replenish your electrolytes and give you energy from the natural sugars. Last but certainly not least is drink coconut water. Drinking coconut water is a great way to stay hydrated. It is a wonderful source of electrolytes and it tastes really good. If you're someone who likes to drink Gatorade or Powerade or or another type of electrolyte drink, This is actually a really good, simple swap that is extremely healthy. Don't even get me started on how bad those other types of drinks are for you. You can find coconut water at most grocery stores, buy the bottled water, or beverages. If you can, make sure to get organic and read the label like I taught you. There are some brands that like to add preservatives or additives to enhance flavor. 
There are some coconut waters that have pineapple or mango added to it, which are very good, but they typically add natural flavors to it. So take that as you will. A fun hack for coconut water is you can make healthy adrenal supporting mocktails. Start off with a coconut water base, add your own pineapple juice. Please be sure to use an organic high quality juice that's not from concentrate and add a pinch of cream of tartar. To make it fancy, you could add fresh fruit and maybe even rim the glass with coconut sugar. The other day I made some for my mom and I and I put strawberry slices in it and it was really good. Making drinks like that is a fun way this summer to get in hydrating, healthy drinks that are also really good. Okay, friend, to summarize what we talked about today, number one, do not drink naked water. Make sure you're adding trace minerals and electrolytes of some kind. There are three ways you can do that, which is one, add a pinch of salt, mineral-rich salt, add advanced fulvic acid, or trace mineral drops. Number two is eat water-dense fruit, such as watermelon, strawberries, or pineapple. And number three, drink coconut water. Girl, I hope this episode helped you or encouraged you today. I pray you have a wonderful summer enjoying the warm weather, depending on where you're at, (laughs) and stay hydrated. I know summer can be a really busy time, and it's easy to let things like this slide by, but it's so important to take care of your health. Your body will definitely thank you. All right, I'm looking forward to meeting you back here again next week. Until then, bye! Hey friend, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope you learned something you can implement to take one step closer to living low tax. If you did, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave this podcast a rating and review. By doing so, you are helping other women like you find this podcast. Meet you back here for another episode soon. Until then, remember, one step at a time is all it takes.